0: A Country Life to His Brother, Mr. Thomas Herrick By Robert Herrick Read for LibriVox.org By Greg Giordano Newport, Ritchie, Florida Thrice and above, blest my soul's half art thou, In thy both last and better vow, Couldst leave the city for exchange to see The country's sweet simplicity IN IT TO KNOW AND PRACTICE WITH INTENT, TO GROW THE SOONER INNOCENT, BY STUDYING TO KNOW VIRTUE AND TO AIM, MORE AT HER NATURE THAN HER NAME. THE LAST IS BUT THE LEAST, THE FIRST DOTH TELL, WAYS LESS TO LIVE, THAN TO LIVE WELL. AND BOTH ARE KNOWN TO THEE, WHO NOW CANST LIVE, LED BY THY CONSCIENCE TO GIVE justice to soon please nature and to show wisdom and she together go and keep one centre this with that conspires to teach man to confine desires and know that riches have their proper stint in the contented mind not mint and canst instruct that those who have the itch of craving more are never rich these things thou know'st to the height and dost prevent that plague because thou art content with that heaven gave thee with a wary hand more blest in thy brass than land to keep cheap nature even and upright to cool not cocker appetite thus thou canst tersely live to satisfy the belly chiefly not the eye keeping the barking stomach wisely quiet less with a neat than needful diet but that which most makes sweet thy country life is the fruition of a wife whom stars consenting with thy fate thou hast got not so beautiful as chaste but whose warm side thou dost securely sleep while love the sentinel doth keep With those deeds done by day, which ne'er affright thy silken slumbers in the night, nor has the darkness power to usher in fear to those sheets that know no sin, the damask meadows and the pebbly streams sweeten and make soft your dreams, the purling springs, groves, birds, and well-weaved bowers, with fields enamelled with flowers present their shapes all fantasy discloses millions of lilies mixed with roses then dream ye hear the lamb by many a bleat who to come suck the milky teat while phanus in the vision comes to keep from ravening wolves the fleecy sheep with thousands such enchanting dreams that meet to make sleep not so sound as sweet nor call these figures so thy rest endear, as not to rise my chanticleer, warns the last watch, but with the dawn dost rise, to work, but first to sacrifice, making thy peace with heaven for some late fault, with holy meal and spiriting salt, which done thy painful thumb this sentence tells us, Jove for our labor All things sells us. Nor are thy daily And devout affairs Attended with those Desperate cares. Industrious merchant has Who for to find Gold runneth to the western end, and back again Tortured with fears Doth fly, untaught To suffer poverty. But thou at home, Blessed with securest Ease, sit'st and beliefs that there be seas, and watery dangers while thy wither hap, but sees these things within thy map, and viewing them with a more safe survey, makes easy fear unto thee say, A heart thrice walled with oak and brass that man had first durst plough the ocean, but thou at home without or tide or gale canst in thy map securely sail seeing those painted countries and so guess by those fine shades their substances and from thy compass taking small advice bias travel at the lowest price nor thine ears so deaf but thou canst hear far more with wonder than with fear fame tell of states of countries courts and kings and believe there be such things when of these truths thy happier knowledge lies more in thine ears than in thine eyes, and when thou hear'st by that too true report vice rules the most or all at court, the pious wishes are though thou not there, virtue had and moved her sphere, but thou livest fearless, and thy face ne'er shows. Fortune when she comes or goes. But with thy equal thoughts Prepared dost stand To take her by the either hand. Nor carst which comes the first, The foul or fair, A wise man every way lies square, And like a surly oak With storms perplexed, grows still the stronger, Strongly vexed. Be so, bold spirit, Stand center-like, unmoved, and be not only thought but proved to be what i report thee and inor thyself if want comes to endure and so thou dost for thy desires are confined to live with private lar nor curious whether appetite be fed or with the first or second bread who keep'st no proud mouth for delicious cates hunger makes coarse meats delicates Canst and unurg'd forsake that larded fare, which art not nature makes so rare to taste boiled nettles, coalworts, beets, and eat these and sour herbs as dainty meat, while soft opinion makes thy genius say, content makes all ambrosia, nor is it that thou keepest the stricter size so much for want as exercise. To numb the sense of dearth Which should sin haste it, Thou mightst but only seek, not taste it, Yet can thy humble roof maintain a choir Of singing crickets by thy fire, And the brisk mouse may feast herself with crumbs Till that green-eyed kittling comes, Then to her cabin, lest she can escape The sudden danger of a rape, And thus thy little well-kept stock doth prove wealth cannot make a life but love nor art thou so closed-handed but canst spend counsel concurring with the end as well as spare still conning o'er this theme to shun the first and last extreme ordaining that thy small stock find no breach or to exceed thy tether's reach but to live round and close and wisely true to thine own self and known to few thus let thy rural sanctuary be elysium to thy wife and thee there to disport yourselves with golden measure for seldom use commends the pleasure live and live blest thrice happy pair let breath but lost to one be the other's death and as there is one love one faith one troth be so one death One grave to both, till when in such assurance live ye may, Nor fear or wish your dying day End of Poem This recording is in the public domain